Hey, thanks for joining us on the No Limits Church podcast. Here at No Limits, we are on a mission to make a difference in the lives of others. We want to help people know God, find freedom, and discover purpose. It's a journey, and we're all walking it together. So wherever you're listening from, we pray that you are encouraged and empowered by this week's message. All right, so it's Legacy Sunday. God has done amazing things through our church this past year, and I believe one of the best ways that we can honor God is to take a Sunday each year just to reflect and look back and just give Him glory for everything that He's done through us as a church. This isn't bragging. This is all about what God's done through us, right? So we're not elevating ourselves today. Who are we elevating? God, and we're thanking him for allowing his power to work through us, just like our core scripture says, Ephesians 3.20, now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power working in us to accomplish infinitely more than we could ask or think. Is this about us or is this about God? We're just cooperating, (laughs) y'all. That's our assignment. But aren't you grateful to be a part of this? Aren't you amazed that God would allow his power to work through you? I know that I am. Let's give God praise this morning for what he's done through our church. Praise you, God. We give you the glory and the honor. We elevate you today. All right, so some of y'all are numbers people, and you want to know exactly where you're giving, what you're giving is accomplishing, so I'm going to give you those numbers today. But then some of y'all aren't numbers people, so you're like, oh crap, I'm going to be super bored today. But I'm also going to share some stories and things like that with you, so don't worry, you're not going to be bored. I'm not going to overdo the numbers. But when it comes to leaving a legacy as a church, you can break it down into three different categories, and here's the first one, and that's our church. Because everything we do here at No Limits is to lead people closer to God and to make an eternal difference in their life. And there's four primary ways that we do this. I'll get into that here in a bit, but here's the next category, and that's local outreach. Like if all we cared about was our own church, we would miss out on a lot of opportunities to make a difference in the lives of people outside of our church. And that's why we're intentional about getting outside of these walls. And the primary way we do that in our local community is by partnering with other ministries in our community. I hope you guys would agree with me that it really doesn't make sense for us to recreate a ministry that's already doing, that's already in our community. It'd be much better for us just to partner with them and help them fulfill their mission. Would you guys agree with that? So that's the way that we do it here. And there's two primary ministries that we support. I'll tell you more about that here in a bit. And the third category is international missions, because we don't just want to reach our local community. We want to do what Jesus told us to do, go into all the world. And for that reason, we're intentional about supporting those outside of this country who most of us will never meet. We're not going to meet them, but every person is important to God, even if they're not American, even if they're not a Wasson. They're important to God, and they're important to us. And currently, we support two ministries outside of this country, and you know this, Mexico and the Philippines. And the first one we're going to highlight is Mexico this morning. And I want to start off by replaying a Zoom call that John and Shalina had with Ben whenever we broke the news that we were going to buy him a new truck this year. So go ahead and take a look at that, and then afterwards, John's going to come up and give us an update. God, God placed a burden on Cade's heart uh, about just the overall transportation woes that you guys face almost every day down there with the rough roads <laughs> and everything else. Um, God spoke to Cade the other day and he said, uh, just buy him a truck. What? And so, yeah. So last night at the board meeting, um, Cade approved 13300 US dollars to send to you guys towards uh, a new vehicle so that y'all can get on your feet, man, and do what you need to be doing. Don't cry, man. You're going to, I'm already tearing up. Stop it. <laughs> okay. But um, all glory to God, Ben. You guys, listen, 
Deanna, the kids, um, y'all are such a blessing to No Limits. And the stories that we get to share, um, Cade, you know, I give him so much praise because he does not stop talking about the the, the mission work that you guys do down there. He, he talks about the souls that are saved and the healings, um, the constant candles you guys are lighting in all the different areas and just spreading God's word and uh, the great works. And so know that your faithfulness, your diligence to keep um, keep the, keep out alive the, the good things you're doing down there has has not fallen on deaf ears. The people of No Limits have heard. God has heard. I'm, uh, I, I don't really have a lot of words to say now because I'm just <laughs> uh, speechless and, and gratitude. And um, all I can say right now is Cristo vive. And you guys yeah. are really, <laughs> you guys are part of every place that, you guys are part of every place we go to, you know? You're there with us in spirit in every place that the, the kingdom is... <laughs> Hallelujah. That the, the gospel is getting to you. You're there right there with us. Uh boots on the ground. Vehicle on the uh, vehicle on the road. Right, right, vehicle on the road. Amen. <laughs>I was, we're sitting back here watching a video with my wife and she called me a bully because I wouldn't let uh, Ben cry when we were doing that. She's like, just let the man cry. And I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm, I was crying while I was watching the video again. So um, that, that, was, that was really special to get to do that. Uh, and, and I praise God for it. Um, and I thank Kate for being obedient to listen. You guys, there's so many things that God is doing in Mexico um, that it, it's God. It can't be anybody else. Um, it's Ben's faithfulness, his family's faithfulness. And it's, it's such a blessing to have been a part of it for the people that have gone on the trips down there. They know. Um, and the people that have sent us the multiple times, thank you guys so much uh, for being obedient to give to that. Just this last year, uh, Kate asked me to share some of the, the money that has been sent to Mexico um, to accomplish some of the mighty goals that have been down there. Uh, and I, and I'll, I'll save that for a minute. Um, I wanted to talk first about just 2020 in Mexico. You know, COVID struck them too, and there was a lot of restrictions. We were supposed to go in June, uh, take a missions trip down there, and international travel bans hit, and even even Mexico or uh, in Jerez, where we would have been, they they closed the, the the gates to the city, and they were only they said they were only going to let people in and out of the town between nine o'clock in the morning and three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, that doesn't work for Ben's ministry. He's he's up before the sun's up, blasting his music, having his morning praise, reading his word, spilling coffee everywhere. Love you, Ben. Um, and but he starts his first day. I mean, and, and he's going nonstop until there's nothing left in him, and he crashes. And it's every single day. Um, and God, I'm Ben. You're such a blessing. I know you're going to watch this later. I just I love you, brother. Um, so nine to three, obviously that wasn't going to work. So we canceled the missions trip. And Ben happened to be up in the states when during all of that. We got to visit with him and. When he got back, he messaged me and said, well, guess what, Coon? 
they uh, they said everything they were going to do, and they're not doing anything about it. We're traveling in and out of the city like it's just never changed or anything down there, and and so the even even with you know the face of everything going on, Ben was never stopped, and he was able to continue his his burden to to the the missions down there. So, um, the 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 whole truck bit started with uh, an idea that um, came way back in um, May ish. When Ben was doing a fundraiser for dispenses, um, that's just, just kind of like a little care package of rice and beans and some other things that it was really hard on the people down there during that time because nobody was allowed to go to work. And um, while Ben was out driving around, he was dealing with flat tires and delivering these dispenses to people. And he never stops witnessing. Uh, there was one story where a guy had a, he was broke down on the side of the road with a flat tire. Flat tires are common in Mexico. Um, and he, he just took that time to witness to that man and got him saved on the side of the road and gave, blessed him with a dispenser bag. And, and I was just thinking, you know, Kate and I were laughing about that. I was like, he, Ben's got on his vehicles, he's got over a million miles, um, on all of his vehicles combined. And he's probably got three times that on his feet. Uh, and he just never wastes an opportunity to witness to somebody and get souls saved for Christ. And so I'm the, that family down there, uh, I can't wait to see the blessings God's got stored up for them. They're such hard workers for Christ. Normally, you guys, in a year, we send about $12,000, um, $1,000 a month to Ben's ministry and uh, we we threw him another two grand back in May for the the dispenses. Um, that's you know fourteen grand. Quick math. I'm a math major. Yay! Um, but the truck that was another fifteen grand that we sent. That was just a number that God told Kay just give him fifteen grand, and we're gonna we're gonna send that to him. Another church added some funds to that, so he was able to get this brand new. Nissan Frontier, four door. He could haul his family in it. It didn't have. It had less than fifty miles on it when he got it delivered to him. Um, he goes, Coon, I've never owned a brand new vehicle before, <laughs> and uh, neither have I." Because I don't. I got different. I don't like buying a brand new, but that's different reasons. Um, but man, he's such a humble person. Uh, to he doesn't expect anything from anybody, and he he makes what he has expand for the kingdom of God. Um, you know, you read the story where Jesus blessed the loaves and the fishes and fed five thousand plus people. It's like Ben's doing that every day. He's taking what little he has and blesses thousands and thousands of people. Um, be in prayer. For the ministry down there, they they branched out to a new town called Buena Vista, and uh, looked like things were going really really well. Um, people were receiving Ben. the 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 numbers were gathering that the they were gathering were getting larger, and people were getting healed. People were getting saved. Um, he was beginning a discipleship program, and then like somebody flipped a switch, like Satan flipped a switch. Uh, all of a sudden, there's nothing happening in Buena Vista right now. Um, there's a, there's a huge um, 
there's a huge fight going on, I guess, against Ben and his ministry coming down there. So they, they just don't want to hear the truth right now. And, but be, be in prayer about that. Ben's kind of upset about it. Um, that was, that was, he had high hopes for that area. Uh, as far, so that's 2020, guys. And, and it's been a great thing to think that this little church sent $29,000 to Mexico. Um, that's a yearly salary for a lot of people. So, uh, amen to that. 2021 in Mexico is, um, shaping up to look like things are going to hopefully start to open up again. Um, I don't know exactly if there's going to be a missions trip, um, going down there this, you know, in 2021, leaving that up in the air to everything that's going on and all, but just be in prayer for Mexico, um, Ben's going to be here at No Limits, preaching the 3rd, January 3rd, so he'll be here. So if you want to come see Ben, meet him and his family again, hear what he has to say. He's driving the Nissan up here so everybody can see the nice truck. Yeah, uh, so it's going to be a good time, and uh, I just I love them guys, Ben, Diana, uh, Shalom, Nemi, Odessa. If you guys see this later, just let you know that No Limits loves you guys, God loves you guys, the Currys love you. Everybody that's been on a Mexic on, on a mission trip down there, we pray for you guys daily. Sandy and and uh well, I can only see Sandy right now. So but Chris and 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 the Dovers, um, everybody, we love you guys. So God bless y'all and we just wish many more blessings that God I can't wait to see what God does in twenty twenty one. So that's it. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Also when he's here in January, I believe he wants to pick up some clothes from us. Some like women's dresses and things like that, if I remember correctly. I'll look at those details and let you guys know next week so you can look in your closet and see if you have something to send home with them. Awesome. All right, so one of the local ministries that we support is the Pregnancy Resource Center of Owasso. And what they do is they support women who are facing unplanned pregnancy with the goal of helping them choose life for their baby rather than abortion. How many of you all know that that's a good thing? And it doesn't stop there. They even support these families along the way by giving them parenting tips, and they even give them supplies like diapers, wipes, and all kinds of great stuff. We run a baby bottle drive each year to help support what they have going on there, and this year we raised uh, $2,500 for them. So that's awesome. One of the best ways to show you what that money accomplishes is just to show you a story from somebody who's been through their program. So go ahead and take, it to look, take a look at the screen. I grew up without a mom, and my dad was not the best example due to his lifestyle. Um, when I became pregnant, I was so scared. I did not know what to do. I just wanted to be the best mom. My mom died of cancer when I was one, and that left my dad to raise me. And he, um, he raised me to the best of his ability. There was a lot of drugs and alcohol and criminal activity. I didn't really have a lot of guidance, so I, of course, kind of followed in my family's footsteps. and. Um, chose the path of drugs and alcohol and criminal activity and I had been abused all sorts of abuse you can think of you know there was there was rape there was um, you know I was held hostage once um, with guns to my head all sorts of stuff I mean I could really get into it um, I woke up one day and I found my best friend murdered like that's how dark and deep that whole life was for me you know I, I was raised without God I um, my dad told me that if there was a God, then he was God. So I was very confused growing up, and you know, I kind of had to find that on my own, and I found it in prison. Uh, when I was incarcerated, I finally surrendered, and I was able to 
you know, find God and just kind of stop fighting the current and I let him lead my life. You know, now looking back, I'm like, who was that person? I don't even know who that was. Um, I decided to stay consistent. I stayed consistent with my walk with God. Um, and I stayed consistent with my job. You know, yesterday I celebrated four years so sober, so I'm super excited. Um, I have an amazing job. I never thought an ex-convict would have a job like I have now. And, uh, you know, me and my husband are actually buying a house. I'm actually married, I just had a baby, yes. PRC's been amazing, it helped teach me all sorts of stuff, to actually how to be a mom. Um, I didn't know anything about being a mom. I didn't know anything about having a baby. I, never, I don't even have any brothers and sisters. So I didn't know anything about pregnancy, or I was like, man, there must be some sort of resources out there. So I Google it, and I see Pregnancy Resource Center of Owasso. And I'm like, hmm, let me call this place. And I call and I talk to one of the directors and uh, she was like, come in, I'll tell you all about it. So I came and she kind of showed me around and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. It's a faith-based um, program. I loved the fact that you could earn points and use these points to buy diapers or buy clothes, um, to even buy a car seat, um, playpen. I mean, you use all these points that you work so hard for. I haven't even had to um, buy any diapers yet, ever. And that's just amazing, I've been collecting them. Believe me, my apartment was filled with them, but hey, it helped me a lot. I don't know if there's ever the perfect time. I think that it's God's time, and if it's meant to be, God will provide everything for that baby. Just like, he literally provided almost everything for my baby, you know? Um, a lot of people think that they're not ready due to like financial stuff. Um, but, I mean, there's resources out there that will pay for everything if you have a baby. Yeah. Y'all, how cool to be a part of that. I was down there getting emotional. Like, every time you give, like, you're a part of these stories. Like, you're a part of her life by contributing to the baby bottle drive. And that's just... It's incredible because we don't always get to see what our giving accomplishes, but sometimes you do. And every time you get to see something like that, you're like, wow, that's so awesome. All right. Pastor Papa, my dad, Mark Young, he leads our Philippines mission. So he's going to come on up here and give us an update on what's going on in the Philippines. All right. Well, let me start out by first saying that Gene and I believe in prosperity. If you don't, you ain't going to like me. I mean, really, because we're going to tell you all about it. And the more we give, the more we have. The more we have, the more we give. And if you haven't jumped on that train yet, you don't know what I'm talking about. But 2020 was our greatest year that Gene and I have ever had. And you're saying, how can that be? I don't know, because I'm just as dumb as I was in 2019. <laughs> and so, you know, the Lord began talking to me several several weeks ago, and he said, you're going to have the greatest year you have ever had in 2021. And so I shared that with you all, and some of you all didn't believe me, because I could tell by the look of your face, on your face, that you, you don't believe me, and some of you still don't believe me right now. <laughs> well, if you don't jump on that train, you're not going to see the prosperity in 2021. Let me just be old Pastor Paul Paul, the way I always am. If you don't believe it, you ain't going to see it. But if you believe it in your heart that God can work over everything else, I really personally don't care if COVID's around for the next five years. Yeah. 
because it's not going to affect me. I really don't care. Now, it's not the fact that I don't care about people getting sick and this and that. Don't, don't go there with me. But the thing is, is I don't care who's president in January because it's not going to make any difference to me how God prospers me. It doesn't. Because if he told me he's going to prosper me, that's exactly what he's going to do. If he told the church that he's going to prosper the church, that's exactly what he's going to do. But if he prospers the church, he has to prosper it through the people. And if you're sitting down there griping and complaining because of what's happened in 2020, 2021 ain't going to be better for you. Well, I'm sorry to preach, Cade, but that's just what God gave me. We actually built the church in 2019 through this church. Uh, it was around $12,000 that we built the church, and then they shut the entire island down. That church is sitting over there right now with nobody in it. And I really got mad. And the Lord said, again, you better behave yourself because you're going to build another one. And he said, don't underestimate what I can do. Just because it doesn't work out the way you want it to doesn't make any difference because my economy is different than everybody else's. So just shut up and do what I tell you to do. That's the way the Lord has to talk to me. Really. And so... We finished that church, and it was a beautiful church, and I'll show you the pictures of it, and the, the, the island is still shut down. It will open back up. Well, it just so happens that the same pastor said, Mark, I need to build two more churches. I said, oh, man. And, you know, the first thing was, was doubt in my mind that they were going to shut those churches down before I got them built. That church was, they were meeting in somebody's yard with no roof over their head in the rain, and there was a hundred people that showed up every Sunday. In the rain. And half of those are kids under the age of 10, 12, something like that. See, the thing is, is that the pastor's over there and in Mexico, and what, what, what he said about Ben is, is true. Ben just goes all the time. Well, my pastor over there that we're really dealing with, he, his whole family goes all the time. His three kids, three girls, one of them's now pastoring one of the churches that we just opened. And she's getting married, but it doesn't make any difference. They don't put ministry aside for their life like we do here in America. If you think that you're devoted because you come to church once a month, don't let me go there either because some of you, that's exactly what you do. So let's not go there. They're constantly going. Constantly. Just like being they're constantly going because ministry is their life. Over here, we don't even know what that means because we've got so many things going on and we're passing up on the great things of life because if we understand what really what the Bible says is true, that it's better to give than to receive, if we really believe that in America, we would not be sitting where we are right now because a lot of, a lot of why we are sitting where we are right now is because the church, we're such a bunch of, we're just a bunch of wusses. Well, that's a good word for it. Because we don't seem to care anymore. We're all concerned. We're all worried. And worry is not a part of the Christian life, Kate. Didn't you just teach us that? I think maybe three people heard it. Worry is not a part of the Christian life. We should be giving. We should be giving, 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 giving. If you're, if you're not a giver, you better climb on board because 2021 is going to be rough on you. You're going to see everybody who's given just skyrocket in what God does for them. Yeah, you're going to see it. 
I've got so many. Did you show my pictures yet? Okay, show my pictures. This, this is just a church that just started, y'all. They couldn't find anywhere to put them. You say, well, that doesn't happen over here in America. You're right. That's why we're supposed to be on board to make this happen everywhere where the people are on board. This is the building they're, they're meeting in. I wonder, I wonder if you've got a picture of the benches they're sitting on. Give me the next picture. Oh, my gosh, we're not sitting on those. They don't have pads on them. No way. Don't ask me to go to that church. Look at that. They don't care. That's Cain, I believe, is what that is that they're sitting on. Give me another picture. They just, that's their concrete floor. Did it by hand. If I asked some of you guys to show up and do a concrete floor by hand, it'd just be me and Jody. <laughs> the two old men. Glad you guys see that's funny, but it's true. <laughs> Go on. Oh, mercy. Look at that. The kids are just showing up. They want to be taught. This church is built is being built in a place where there's no church. Nothing. Nothing for, them, nothing for them to go to. Now just wait. I'm going to tell you how much that we actually built this church for. Get, you got any more? Is that all of them? Pastor Bonard called me. I know none of you know who he is. I, you know, I've been over to the Philippines probably 15 times. I've logged six months of my life in the Philippines. Gina's logged maybe three months of her life in the Philippines. Is that about right? Three or four? And he called me. He didn't call me. He messaged me the other day. And he said, Mark, I need, I need money to put the floor in for this church. We've got so many people, I don't know where to put them. I said, well, okay. You know, this is the slowest time of year for me. I said, okay, well, I'll just go ahead and tell me what you want. I said, I'll tell you what. Everything that you collect, I, I, this time I was going to make them responsible. Yeah, I don't know what where that came from, but, you know, I said, I'm going to make you responsible this time. And it was a good idea because I said, everything you collect, I will match. I thought, well, they'll probably collect $100 or something like that. The next week, he messages me back. He said, oh, Bishop Mark, they call me Bishop over there. Bishop Mark, guess what we collected? I said, oh, how much? Probably two or $300. He said, no, $1,200. We're so excited that you're going to send us to match that. And I'm going. <laughs> There's another one of those instances where I said, oh, God, you just make it easy on me, you know. Just make it easy on me. You know, I'll send $100, $200. We matched that. Gene and I did. Didn't hurt us a bit. We gave towards that van. Didn't hurt us a bit. Gene and I actually built that church last year. Uh, we built about 90% of it ourselves. Didn't hurt us a bit. Guys, I need somebody to come on board with us in the Philippines. Uh, this church alone only sends $100 or so. Is that right? Uh, $300 a month. We need, to, we, need to, we need to step that up in 2021 to 3000 You know, I'm going to come down there and kick some of you guys in the rear. We need, we need to step this up. You know, instead of sending, how much should we send to Mexico? That needs to be 55000 this coming year. Man, that just come in my head. 55000 to Mexico. 
How much did I say to the Philippines? 3,000 up. That's 36,000 to the Philippines. Don't look at me like we can't do that. Some of you got that in your checking account. Don't tell me you don't either. There's somebody down there that probably could write it now. What, you think we're a bunch of poor folk in this place? The reason why you're a poor folk because you think you are. Boy, this is the time to wake up this morning, Kate. Did I wake? Did, is my five minutes over? All right, give me another five. <laughs> Guys, we need, to, we need to make 2021 the best year that we've ever seen. Don't, don't worry about him over there. He'd be all right. We need to make 2021 the best we've ever seen. How many of you want to prosper more than you ever have? I do because I want to buy a new car. No, then you got the wrong set. Of, you got the wrong mindset. We want to prosper because we want to give more than we ever have. I'm telling you right now today, Gina and I are going to give more than we ever have in 2021, ever. Ever. We've already decided. We do Right now, we've started every time we're in a restaurant, every week we pay for somebody's meal and we don't tell them. And it's so fun. Boy, it's fun. It's so fun to pay for somebody's meal. About six or seven dollars. That's where you need to start. Guys, climb on board with me on this. Let's, let's send twice to Mexico what we did. Let's just freak Ben out. Let's make him faint. <laughs> on the next video, let's make Ben faint. Ben, we're sending you $25,000 for a... Just, let's just watch him go... <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? And let's watch Coonrod cry some more because I thought that was great. How many of you want to see Coonrod cry some more? Come on, man. Let's get, let's get on board and let's just say, let's do this thing. We don't care about COVID. We don't care about... Hey, listen, the president ain't got anything on God. I don't care who he is or she is. Well, whoever it is. I don't care. We're going to climb on board on this thing and we're going to give like we never have. This little old church of less than 100 people is going to give a million dollars a year to things that we don't even... Hey, if you never meet them, so what? You'll meet them when you're in heaven. What a way to stop. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I received that. Woo! All right, good stuff. We can just stop right there. We've got more ministries to talk about. Another local ministry we support, you guys know this, Don't Look Back, prison ministry. Man, they're close to our heart. They take the gospel into our local jails and prisons every week, and they also have a house in Claremore where they help guys who have recently come out of prison get back on their feet, because that's quite the process. So they get to live there for a while, and Chris helps them through that. So we support them by sending $500 every month to them, and we were even able to do a little extra this past year for them as well. So take a look at this video. Well, I know that it probably feels like a pretty dry season for you guys since you literally can't do anything because the jails aren't going to let you in. But I know that it's going to come back stronger than before. And the reason I know that is because I got some confirmation for you is that somebody here at No Limits actually donated $2,000 to Don't Look Back. Oh my uh, we're going to send you guys on top of your normal monthly support. So I hope that serves as confirmation for you, man, that you're, you're on the right track because God moved on somebody's heart to do that. I just... I don't know what to say, man. I know God's going to, you know, blow up in all of us because he wants to do things we haven't been doing. He's wanting to take us places we ain't been. And I know that we're ready. I know those of us have been fighting a battle, man. We're ready. We're ready to do the things that he set us up for. That's why I'm, I'm so glad to be associated with the different groups. 
that I'm associated with. Because over the years, man, God has set this up. Look, man, one guy looked at this house and said, that's a piece of junk. And another guy looked at it and said, hey, I can do something with that, right? And then we come together yep. and we do it. And I just see the next one being even better. And I see, you know, in years to come, I know there's gonna be property given and uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna do more than people can imagine. Don't you love that he kind of carries the no limits mindset? He's like, whew, God's going to blow my mind. Man, he's going to be, Chris Rose is actually going to be here the week after Christmas, the Sunday after Christmas to share with us. So we haven't seen him in a while, so it'll be good to see him. All right, so we've talked about how we've been reaching outside of our church. Now let's talk a little bit about what's been going on here at No Limits this year. Everything we do here is to make an eternal difference in the lives of others, and there's four primary ways we do that. And The first one is through our Sunday services. That's how we help people know God. That's how we lead them to Jesus for the first time, and we want you all to leave every Sunday knowing God more than you knew Him yesterday. That's the whole purpose behind Sunday mornings. So here's some stats for Sunday services this year. We had 2,123 adults attend. 979 kids attend throughout the year, 815 join live online. That makes our average weekly attendance of 77 here at No Limits every Sunday. We had 85 first-time guests throughout the year, and 2,322 people watched or listened to the message later after it was originally aired. So, y'all, that's awesome. And then small groups is how we help people find freedom because the only way you're going to find freedom and walk it out is if you develop close relationships with people here at church. You can't do it without people. God designed you to, to need people to help you through that journey. And I would personally led three different groups throughout the year, and each one of them this year was a tremendous blessing. Like It just kind of like gets better and better every time we have a small group semester. I love it. And if you didn't take small groups seriously this year, I encourage you to make a goal. I'm going to dive in 100% into small groups in 2021 because I can tell you that your effort and your decision to do that is going to pay off in your life. But here's some stats from this past year. We had 13 different groups throughout the year, 813 total in attendance and 25 average weekly um, in attendance there. I think that that should match our Sunday service attendance. That is my goal. So I want to see that be like what we have, 77 on average. So we're, we're behind on that. So y'all get in the small group. <laughs> you, you need it. It's going to add something to your life. Can anybody testify to that? If, if small groups bless your life this past year, just raise your hand. Yeah, good stuff. All right. And the next thing we got is growth track. That's how we help people discover their purpose because God planned something for you to do before you were even born. That's how we help you discover it because sometimes you're just wandering around, you don't know. So this is a three-step process where we help you figure that out. And this year we had 12 people graduate growth track. So congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> awesome, awesome. And then finally, the dream team. That's how we help people make a difference. So that's all the teams here at church that uh, make Sunday services happen, small groups happen, growth track happen. And we currently have 30 active dream team members. Yep, that's awesome. So we're talking about leaders, teachers in our kids' classes, the person who made you coffee today, the per people who are greeting you at the door, people who are leading your small group, the people who are hosting your small group. I mean, the dream team, there's all kinds of things to do on the dream team. And everything we do on the dream team is to make an eternal difference in the lives of others, even if you clean the restroom. That could be what keeps a first-time guest coming back so that they can know God the next week. 
So if you're not yet on the dream team and you're like, hey, I want to be a part of that, the way you do that is you first go through growth track because we don't want to just throw you on a team. We want you on the right team. And the way we figure that out is through growth track. All right, let me wrap this up by giving you some financial stats. This is for all the numbers people out there. If you're not a numbers person, just lay down and take a nap real quick. It won't take very long. But here we go. Total generosity so far this year, 141000 We've brought in an additional 21000 through the event center here at church. And we've given $15,000 throughout the year to local outreach, $34,000 to international missions. And that means that 31% of what's come in has been given outside these doors. That's pretty cool, isn't it? And you guys, we get to be a part of this. And as I watched Nikki's story and as I was listening to my dad and everything, I I even know what's going on today because I planned all of this and it's still just touching my heart because I almost had like just an understanding of when we get to heaven and we go through the second judgment where God, where we have to give an account for the lives that we lived here. Like those are the kinds of things that we're going to, we're going to see, you know, all those times that you gave, like here's Nikki's story. Watch what you did in her life and you didn't even know it. Like, I mean, just stuff like that's what we're going to see. And that's just, that's awesome. I'm excited for what he's going to do next year because he did more this year than he did in 2019. And that's with COVID in the mix. I mean, God's, God's pretty awesome. But today's about celebrating this year, 2020. So take a look at these accomplishments. In March, we took church online for the first time because COVID pushed us into it. But hey, we've been online ever since. So good stuff. In May, uh, $6,000 given to missions and outreach above our normal giving. I mean, that was pretty cool right in the middle of COVID. In August, we purchased that truck from Mexico for $15,000. In November, we had our first free haircut outreach. You guys, I told you we don't need to duplicate outreaches, but here's one that isn't, doesn't exist in Owasso already. So I'm excited for what happens through that in the coming year because they're going to keep doing it. Here's like, we thrived through COVID. Like all year. And I've watched some of my, some other churches kind of struggle and, and flounder and businesses struggle and flounder, but that hasn't happened here. Like our church has thrived and people's businesses have thrived and their jobs have thrived. Like everybody's just been thriving. Nobody's attract or nobody's contracted COVID here at church, even though our doors have been open ever since the governor said that we could back in August and we'll never close again, by the way, ever. Just so you guys know, because we ain't afraid of COVID. We're not going to live by fear. COVID's got nothing on God. Well, let's end today by reading some words from Jesus about how we make an eternal difference and why it's so important. And this is found in Matthew 25, verse 34. And it says, The king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. So on the surface, this whole scripture seems like, here's some outreach ideas, right? (laughs) Here's what we need to be doing. And although that's true, I don't really think that that's the point that Jesus was trying to get across here. And let me highlight a few words in this verse to show you what I mean. He says, I was naked. I was sick. I was in prison. And now this is like a little bit perplexing because this is Jesus talking. How could Jesus be the one that was hungry and naked and and sick and in prison? How How could that be Jesus? And apparently we're not the only ones wondering that because just the next verse, it said, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink or a stranger and show you hospitality or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? So what, what is Jesus saying here? Does he really need our help? Like, does he really need us to feed him and clothe him? Well, let me ask you this. What's one of the best ways that you can show someone who already has it all that you appreciate them and that you care about them? Like we're talking about somebody who already has more than they need. They don't need anybody to give them money. They don't need anybody to give them food. Like they're living a good life. What do you do for them to show them that you appreciate them? 
You love the people that they love. You invest into their kids' lives. You help them out with their aging parents. You do all these things. Like I can't express how much joy that I feel when somebody just invests a little bit of time with my kids just to show them that they're loved, not just by mom and dad, by, by other people in the church and by their grandparents. And that's the same reason Jesus says this. He says, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. So being generous with our time and resources is how we honor Jesus. It's how we worship him. It's how we show him that we appreciate him. Like he doesn't need any of our stuff. He don't need it. He's in heaven. He owns it all. But we can use our stuff to love the people that he loves. And that's what this is all about. And that's how we leave a legacy. So I want to ask you guys to consider leaving a legacy offering this year. Don't do it today, because I want you to like take time to think about this, because I believe that our giving should be intentional. And the Bible says that. You don't do it out of pressure or anything like that. This whole service today wasn't to pressure you. I don't want you to give today. I just want you to consider a legacy offering. And once you decide to do that, you can give it online at any time, or you can give it next week or whenever you want to. But this isn't something you have to do. It's just something to think about, pray about. And by golly, talk to your spouse about it if you're married. Don't give this big old legacy offering and be like, oh, by the way, no, you guys should be doing this together. But last year, you guys got wild, <laughs> and you gave almost $30,000 in the month of December. That's three times what we get normally in a month. It was incredible, and that's all because of that legacy offering. So I want to end today just by praying for wisdom as we make this decision about our legacy offering. So God, we come to you and we're thankful for what you're doing through our church. And we're thankful that we can see these stories and just experience this thing called Legacy Sunday. On, on, you know, and we're only touching the surface of, of what our giving has actually accomplished. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to give. We thank you that you equip us to give. We thank you for the creative ideas and the businesses that need to start in this place and the businesses that need to grow in this place and all the things that you want to do in our lives to enable us to be more generous. And Lord, right now, I rebuke all that, all the greed in Jesus' name, because I know that that's just prevalent in our society. And sometimes we get caught up in it and don't even realize that we're doing it. But I rebuke that greed because I know that it hinders us from receiving what you have for us. So we break that in Jesus' name and we open our arms and we say, yes, Lord, we receive the blessing that you have for us because we know that that blessing is so that we can sow more seed and create an even greater harvest next time. And we thank you for the harvest that's coming in 2021. I can see it. The harvest is ripe, a harvest of lives being touched through this church, a harvest of finances. And Lord, give us wisdom and equip us to be able to gather that harvest because there's work to be done at the harvest. And I want you to show us exactly what we need to do because we're listening and we're looking to you. Help us to stay out of our own ideas and just stay zeroed in on your idea, on your plan, and your purpose for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, if you've watched all this today and you're like, I want to be a part of that. I've never been a part of a church before. I don't even know that I know Jesus. Well, you need to know Jesus first, and it's really not all that complicated, but we would like to walk with you through that journey. But we can't walk with you if we don't know, so all you got to do is text the word Jesus to our number, 918-373-9883. We'll reach out to you, and we'll walk you through those things. It's not complicated, and there's nothing to be afraid of. I would love to partner up with you in that, so go ahead and send that text. All right, so we just talked about loving people the way that God loves people, and that's how we show God that we appreciate Him, is we love the people that He loves, but talk is cheap, so you guys, you got to put it into action. 
right? And so I had these cards made up, and we used these last year too that say something extra to show that God loves you. And then on the back of it, it says, and so do we, and it just has no limits.church in case they want to learn more. So this card will equip you to do acts of kindness, like when you're at the restaurant, or if you want to rake your neighbor's leaves, like there's all kinds of things that you can do. And then you just hand them this card. I'll show this is what it looks like on here. And I want you guys to all take home five cards. And we put them out there on the big table with a whole list of ideas for you on how to use them. So there's no excuses. And there's plenty of ideas on there that don't even cost money. If you're like, hey, I don't even have any extra money. Well, that's okay. You can still do this. <laughs> you can still be a part. Um, we actually used one this past week and it was very spontaneous. I hadn't even really thought of these cards yet. And we were at Logan's and we were sitting out in the waiting room and there was this older couple that came in, sat by us. I don't know, some... You ever just, somebody sits by you and something moves on your heart and you're just kind of like pulled to them? And then they ended up sitting really close to us. And as Beth and I were sitting there as date night for us, I was like, man, I, we need to pay for their meal. And so we had the, luckily they had the same waitress as us. So we're like, we want to pay for their meal, give us their ticket. And luckily we had one of these cards in there. So we had the waitress. I was like, will you just give them this card? And we were trying to be all nonchalant. I don't think they saw that it was us, but... That's how, that's how you do that. Like, it doesn't have to be complicated, and it doesn't have to be awkward. And it actually touched the waitress, too. She had tears in her eyes. She's like, thank you, guys. <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool. So there's all kinds of ways you can use these cards. Just use them. Use at least five of them. Or you can be ambitious and grab 20 of them and go out and have a good time over the next few weeks. All right, if you're ready to give today, um, you can raise your hand for an offering envelope if you're given by cash or check, or you can give online at any time at nolimits.fyi. Thank you so much for joining us. And a special thanks to those that give in to our ministry. It's because of your generous giving that we're able to lead people to Jesus and make a difference all around the world. If you're ready to give, head to your browser and type nolimits.fyi into the address bar. And if you were encouraged by this podcast, then hit that share button and pass it on so that others can be encouraged as well. Or you can even take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. Thanks again for listening. Now let's go make a difference.